Hey everyone, it's Sean. I'm reaching out to you uh, because I was mandated to, uh, also willingly mandated to, by the other two members of the show. Uh, as you will hear in this episode, within the first 10 minutes, my microphone was recording through the internal microphone of the computer instead of my actual microphone and interface due to my lack of awareness. So I am issuing a statement of, I'd say, jackassery from myself, and uh, I guess I'm going to doctor up the first 10 minutes, but that's what the issue is, and I've been chosen and selected to, to deliver the message as it was my own fault. Also, this episode has vulgar language from Joe and Fire, so it is classified as not safe for work. Jesus. Th third time? Are we good now? Are we good now on the third time? Is everybody okay? All right. You good, Fire? You were jumping the gun I was not a jumping. Bit, all right? I was not Don't jumping put that gun. on me. Are you, are, you, are you ready, Sean, or is all your right. disk drive still full? Oh, man. I just... Oh, you're doing your you're Mark doing hits. your impression of me, which is just everything. Okay. I do so What's many happening? shows. Yeah, well What? I didn't, passion, say so I didn't say I didn't say once that I was busy. When did I say that I Reese. When did I say I was busy? When did I say I was busy? What are you Did doing? I say I was busy? Why are you moaning? This is his terrible impression of me. Yeah, why are you making Because this is his, his 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 uh depressed suicidal Joe impression. I don't This oh, is what oh, this is his new impression. Just, is Sean I don't know. Is Sean, Sean if, if I Is he making fun of misery, is, is he making fun of Joe right now? I did not I don't even, even remember where this hilarious. came from. I don't even remember. That's I got that Table okay, you fucking you so mashed expensive. my fucking table and you know it, you piece of shit. That Dude, is a different reaction. You overreacted. That is, you are that is not an overreaction. You, you fucked up my table. Emotions. It's my Joe, table. You can't. You, you can't just fuck up somebody's stuff like that and then act emotions. like nothing happened. Control. No, fuck emotions, off. No, I refuse to control control my emotions. Whoa, we're just we're gonna throw yes, bombs right yes, now, we Joe? will. Harry we we've said that and they don't they don't they <laughs> I didn't go to the University of Rhode Island but that's yo. all I'm gonna say Sean yeah he went to uh, Kicking Academy, and we're kicking Academy. <laughs> that's where he spent all of his time uh, yeah but fire that is my new character uh, I absolutely hate it the world is crumbling I absolutely hate it. I want you to come up with a. I want you to come up with a new name besides that one. It's got to be something funnier than that. But I do love the impression. Thank you. It's got to be like an adjective, and then just Joe, like adjective I'd say Joe. Sad Joe. No, it's de, it's de, worked it's up. worked up Joe or depressed Joe. Depressed I'd Joe like, just is more. No, it's got to be something him. more than that. It's got to be like melancholic. <laughs> melancholic. I don't know if that Joseph. works. <laughs> Over dramatic Joseph. I am melancholic um, Joseph. Or like, <laughs> and I hate my fucking life. I'm trying to. <laughs> I am melancholic Joseph, and my dad never taught me to ride a bike. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better word for like everything is going to fucking like the world's gonna end. Like, I need like what's a good word for that? No, it will do melancholic Joseph to the tune of Piano Man. By Billy Joel, and I'll just roll with it. I don't know if melancholic works, though. I don't know. If that, uh... I mean, 
not a lot rhymes with Joe. It doesn't need to rhyme. It doesn't need to rhyme though. It just I'm just saying it needs to be something okay, well, that it needs <laughs> just it doesn't need to rhyme, but it needs to be catchy. Like, I don't think melancholic is very catchy, nor does it fit the tone of the impression. I think I think that melancholic is just there's a lot of it's like a, there's a lot of word there. So I feel like a lot it of just word there fits you a little okay. better. Melancholic. There's the, the title of the episode. <laughs> a lot of word. A lot of word a lot there, of man. Word. Uh, oh, yeah, who's knocking? There. Is that your girlfriend or is that Amel? Or both? Uh, I don't even know. It's one of my roommates. So it's Amel. Somebody, somebody knocked. Uh, could have been Malachi. Could have been Joe. I don't okay. know. Um, all right. Are we gonna? Well, who, are we gonna open? Right. Who's opening? Jake Fire, you opening? Are no, you you're opening? opening. It's your show. You want me to open? Yes. Oh, it's my show. Whoa. All right. So, uh, do I count it down now, or <laughs> just rip it? Rip it. <laughs> just rip it when you're good, because we already started recording. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to Get to the Point. I'm Jake Fire alongside melancholic Jody Leone and Sean Anderson. Joe, how scat? How- oh, whoa. Little, little joke on the words there. Rusty. Joe, how rusty. Sad Wait, no, I want yeah, to talk to you, man. Fire. You're already coming to me to talk to me because okay. I'm not sad. I'm completely fine. We tried to get um, you on last week, and we yeah. had the bizarre situation that I do not want you to explain. I don't you don't need to explain that. it. All right. How we haven't heard from you. Nobody's heard from you. What, what, what have you been doing? You know, football started up again, so we're doing that, and uh, that's been good. Getting ready for spring season, first game February twenty seventh. Woo woo! And uh, school started up again, so there's a lot going on. Had four hours of class today, but you know, you don't see me pouting, Joe. I get on with a what smile. And I rip this. I what are you talking it. about? When have I okay. pouted? Like Sean said, I do so it is many fire's not on tonight. I don't know if I can. It's manage. a hyperbolic <laughs> impression of me. I know, Joe. I'm just okay. having fun. Okay, with fire. Okay. okay. Ugh. Joseph, do you Jeez. want to explain why fire couldn't come on last we week? Already ex- we already do explained we it. Fire couldn't come on last week because he misplaced his laptop, his Wi-Fi, and his charger. That's the only explanation okay. that we need. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me just okay. I had meetings and stuff. I was doing all that. Did not realize computer battery was low. Came back to do some work. Get back to my apartment. Wi-Fi's down. Wi-Fi's down. Computer, no go. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go over to my girlfriend's house and record there. Wi-Fi solid. Get there. Left my computer charger. Did not realize I left my computer charger right when I'm about to record. I'm like, guys, bad news. Guess, guess what it is. And I just put, cut out. Cut out. That's not a fire. That stinks. And I was like, I have driven probably 20 total miles in the past 30 minutes just trying to back to my apartment, back to the house, back to the apartment. Just getting all this stuff, and then I was like, I can't record today. I, I've been through a lot to be here, and just didn't shake out the way I wanted it to. So you win some, you lose some. Definitely a loss, 
but I have my charger with me today. Computer's all charged up. You live and you learn, okay? Okay. Well, what are your thoughts on that, Joe? <laughs> did I not do did I not do everything in my power to make it? No, I think you, I think you tried. Um I just think it you're a little discombobulated over there. Okay, well, I'm a very organized person. Doesn't just, sound like uh, had a Okay, whoa, I am very organized. I just had a lot going on. And, uh, yeah, also, new thing I'm doing right now, I've gotten back into FIFA Pro Clubs, playing with my European lads. Top of the morning to you. So, you know, it's going good. Getting, maybe get back into some competitive leagues. We'll see what happens, man. Fire, but, did you get uh, anybody uh, from uh, Team of the Year? I don't play I don't Ultimate care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Sean. There's a storm coming. <laughs> I'm going to wait for a time where I can snap on you or give you a burn. All right, I think that's, I think that's, an, that's enough of show. an update. Today, oh, yeah. I, want, I want to get into two things. One, the one thing that everybody is talking about on Twitter. It's not the Senior Bowl. It is the mess of, uh, of nonsense that's happening with the stock market which probably pretty surprising for us to be talking about stocks. You probably think all three of us are too stupid to talk about something like this, but the situation itself is pretty dumb. So that honestly begs for us to um, provide some commentary on that. We're also going to be projecting where we think the big names on the quarterback carousel, where they're going to be headed, what their new partners are going to look like, uh, and who they will be playing for. So this stock madness... Sean does not believe in me to properly and adequately explain this. So, Sean, I will give you full authority to cut in if you think I'm messing this up. Does that sound okay? Okay. So, for those that are living under a rock or just straight up do not understand what is happening this week, at the beginning of the week and over the weekend, there was a massive movement that was started on Wall Street Bets on Reddit where they were working towards and they were convincing a lot of people and saying, we're going to drive up artificially the price of GameStop, which was a dead stock before this point. And because it was so cheap, it was so easy for so many, I think it was like $4 at the time. It was so easy for so many people to purchase it at such a low price. And the big motivation behind this is that people on Wall Street bets Someone had realized, or a number of people had realized that were actually analyzing market trends, that a large hedge fund was working towards a short on the GameStop stock. And basically what a short means, I'm probably not 100% explaining this correctly, but when you are borrowing shares of a stock and paying interest on those shares, betting that it will then go down. So when they realized this, they put the effort in to drive up the price of this GameStop stock. And what happens then with this, with the hedge fund, they were then required to buy up those shares that they were betting on to go down in order to alleviate significant losses. By doing that, by buying even more shares, that skyrocketed the price to well over $200. There was a point, I think it was at like four something. Yep. It's been moving way, way up and down. It's been jumping up and down. There was one guy, uh, a guy that I work out with this morning. I was talking to him, met up with him to go snap to him. And he was telling me how he bought 40 shares of GameStop on Monday, made $2,000. So he was able to 
uh, benefit from that. But things really came to a screeching halt on Thursday as I believe Citadel is the name of the hedge fund. They were able to manipulate Robinhood, and I think TD Ameritrade was the other one too, into preventing its users from purchasing more shares of GameStop. And if nobody's buying the stock, the price will start to go back down. That then led to literally everybody shitting on Robinhood for doing this, for taking the action of unlisting a stock. A lot of people are calling for arrests. A lot of people are calling for um, some type of stepping in by the government for this. And I believe there's already a class action lawsuit. So this whole thing originates from a stock, a meme stock, if you will, is basically how they were describing it. Just a joke. People messing around and trying to drive up the price of stocks that literally had no value to a point where a company had to unlist the stock, which they are not allowed to do to restrict what people are allowed to purchase. So that is the entire gist of it. Sean, is there anything you want to add in? No, that was actually a very good description, Joseph. You have uh, surprised me. Okay, come on now. (laughs) Reddit versus Wall Street, baby. The David versus Goliath. So the the thing I just want to talk about for a little bit here, because like we can't ignore discussing this because this is just absolutely nutty. Because the rich and powerful entity that is hedge funds were upset with average people deciding to fight back and just pick up, you know, make quick profit off of something like this when hedge funds have been doing something like this for years. They've been playing the stock market like a casino for years. And so now all of a sudden, a bunch of random people decide to do it. It becomes some threatening thing to the economy. So Sean and Fire, what do you guys think of this situation? I think... Oh, go ahead, Fire. Well, personally... I'll go. No, you got it. Sean, you want to go? All right, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's public trading. Anybody can get involved. And I think that the stock market, like controlling what people can and can't do, seems pretty illegal to me. But I don't know how you can stop people from placing... You know, buying from some stocks on GameStop, but I think it's a little unfair. Sean, go ahead. I mean, this happens with penny stocks all the time. There's Discord servers, there's Twitter accounts. What penny stock are we going to get today? When then the the leader is going to put in, I don't know, twenty buy twenty thousand shares, going to boost it up from forty cents to two dollars and fifty cents, and then he's going to dip and and duck. And it's, I mean, it's all kind of dirty, uh, but also it's like. I mean, that's kind of the, the market. Like, you want to play in the market, expect a, a, a free market. And right. with the brokers pouting now because they don't have the all, all the control, you know, someone else showed up to the court who actually has some game, and now you're losing, and now you want to take your ball and leave? Uh, that seems kind of weak to me. It really does. Because at one point, they were running the court. And now there's a whole bunch of new people that are coming in. Now they're gonna ha- now the brokers are gonna have to get next, and the people who were ahead of the game are gonna have to adapt and learn. I don't know. A lot of people are saying that this is going to be. I mean, this is like what's similar to what happened in 2008 with the financial bubble, and now somebody just basically artificially recreated that with GameStop. So that's kind of frightening. But at the same time, uh, I'm kind of like, okay, you know what? Internet's free. Decisions are free. Anybody could have decided, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And that's just how it worked. I think it was, um, I wouldn't say it's cool. I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't think anybody going bankrupt and losing their job is really a good thing. 
But for the retailers, you're kind of like, oh, look at the retailers. They, they formed together and they, they did something. What? I wonder what GameStop was thinking. Oh, they know that it means Here nothing. They know that it, it literally impacts I them know, because it's going to go back but... down very soon. But, Sean, it, it, I like the court analogy, and it made me think of it's like it's like the Brooklyn Nets playing five on five, and they're just dominating the court, everyone who comes to step up and play them. And then a mob of 10,000 sixth graders decide to show up, and they just beat the <laughs> shit out of the Brooklyn Nets. That's <laughs> basically what happened. Because you have like a bunch of, uh, of entities that have all these resources that are just continuously dominating the market, and then they get upset when a mob of people, a literal mob of people, do what they do, but instead of with a bunch of money, they just do it with with you know, sheer numbers. And that's where I'm coming from is it's aggravating <laughs> that all of these people are just trying to do something to actually cash in on the stock market who typically don't. And all they can really do to make money is just gradually invest, gradually invest. They should have a right to do that. If, if all these companies with big resources can short stocks and, and, and do shit like that. I'd say so too. That's what, isn't that what the free market is? Right, it's it's it shouldn't require government exactly. intervention. Nothing like that should be happening. Joe, that analogy is hilarious. <laughs> just, a, just a herd of sixth graders coming into the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> All right. Oh man. But yeah, good. We want to get into some football, please. Yes. You, okay. uh, would you like me to lead us yes. in? Who's leading us in? Uh, go ahead, Joe. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm doing the lead-ins today. So I wanted to talk about the quarterback carousel as we already knew that Deshaun Watson was rumored to want to leave. It becomes official on Thursday. Matthew Stafford over the weekend pops up that he wants to leave after Aaron Rodgers loses. It's rumored that he wants to leave. So we've got five guys that we're going to hit on right now, and we're going to discuss where we want them to go. Let's keep these points concise. And we'll also, if you want to confer with, with either point and you want to disagree more than welcome to. So Deshaun Watson, the biggest name, the hot one on the market, former MVP candidate in multiple seasons. I believe he was the passing yardage leader this year, is a fantastic talent, yep, one of the top paid quarterbacks right now in terms of total salary behind Patrick Mahomes. Right now, it is confirmed that he has requested a trade. I recently got an update on my phone that said the Carolina Panthers are heavily pursuing him. So guys, where do we think he is going? Where do we think that he is heading? Fire, let's hear from you first. I think he's going to go to the Jets. I mean, it's a, it's a big market, and, you know, they got they, they just signed, what's his name, Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator from San Fran. And I guess prior to Sala joining the Jets, I guess Watson was very adamant about wanting Sala to, you know, become the head coach of the Houston Texans. So I know that he's already connected there, and that that's a place that he would like to uh, like to grow as a player, because also the Jets are third in cap space in the NFL for next season. Like they have a lot of they have a lot of money available, and I just think it make it makes sense. It makes sense that or the Dolphins, the AFC East is like a potential landing spot for Deshaun Watson, in my opinion. Now I have to disagree with you, Fire. I think that uh, he's going to be going out west, and I think that he wants to have an offensive no. coach, a good offensive coach, and offensive weapons around him. He had all of his weapons in Houston dismantled uh, from him, and they didn't seem to ever rectify that. Uh, 
if he goes to the San Francisco 49ers, he will be introduced to, I don't know, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert, whoever else they get in the draft on offense. I mean, dude, it, it, it seems like a match made in heaven with Kyle Shanahan there, who is just so creative. And uh, maybe the, uh, there's also questions about whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo will be retained by the team. I don't know if or, or think that uh, so San Fran should get rid of him, but also when Sean Watson's on the table, why wouldn't you get Sean? Let me ask you this. If the 49ers were to land Deshaun Watson, where do you think Jimmy G would end up? I'm just might curious be Houston. Think. Might be the Jets. Yeah, he, might I, go I back to, he might go back to New England. If that happens, I honestly believe you would have to do a swap because you have to consider the expensive contracts that are in play here. The only thing that deters me from talking about the 49ers is just I think that their contract situation um, and their cap situation isn't great. I don't know for a fact, but they're paying Jimmy G a lot. There's a lot of other high-paid guys uh, in within their salary cap. That's why I'm, I'm leaning towards the Jets. They have a lot of money. The Texans are going to be looking towards a, a trade money. partner that either nets them a quarterback that they can just swap or an early draft pick that they can select the guy that they want. And that's why Miami sounds like a good spot, but I really don't think that they're ready to get rid of Tua and move on from him despite the speculation. The one that makes sense right now is that you make the trade and you and you grab Sam Darnold and then their second overall pick, maybe additional picks if you can fleece them for that. That then gets you, if you're the Jets, Deshaun Watson, who can play in a New York market. It's pretty clear that Deshaun Watson likes New York because he spent like over uh, close to two weeks uh, in New York and New Jersey very recently. I, that's a little bit suspicious for a guy that's from Georgia, I'm pretty sure. So I don't understand why he would be up there regardless. Um, and then in addition to that, Houston gets Darnold. They get to see Darnold. If they don't like Darnold, they get rid of him. Or they draft the guy that they want with that second pick. All right. Also, if you're the Dolphins, take the risk. You have the third pick in the draft from the Texans already. Get rid of Tua while he still has some value. Because I, I, I'll be real. I don't think he is the answer Shocker, the there. Patriots fan doesn't think Tua is good. I, who was better this year, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tua? Um, the way the the way that Fitzpatrick just rolls off your tongue is magical fire. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tua has more Joe, upside, but Fitzpatrick Ryan. was more consistent. He's a, why are we bailing? Stop okay. bailing a rookie quarterbacks after one year. You don't know what they're going to turn into. Guys Thank suck you. after one year. Okay, Thank but you, I'm Joe. saying stop I'm bailing saying, on him. You can get a sure thing. You can get a sure thing in Deshaun Watson and still have the third pick. But in the you NFL also get his fat ass contract. The the cur- but you the, can trade you, Tua you, for something you else already, as well. Like he still has you value. Already have to. Well, if you trade Tua, to, uh, if you're trading for Deshaun Watson, you have to. Um, you have to trade um, Tua. Probably that is going to be a part of the deal. You probably do, but. Yes. <laughs> I don't. You can't just give up on a guy like that. Teams, especially like the Dolphins, are going to try and suck as much out of. I don't know why I use the word "suck," but suck as much out of that rookie contract <laughs> as possible until they can become a contending team, and then they have to pay Tua. Until that point, they're not going to just take on a big contract because then they can't fix any of the their other uh, minor deficiencies, and they also have to get rid of that third overall pick. So I just that one does, I I don't know that I I don't stop trying to bail on 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 second year quarterbacks none of this and none of the teams with a second or a third year quarterback I think are in play I don't think it's going to happen 
Deshaun Watson is 25 years old, okay? A lot of ball left in him. Tua is 22. Yes, he has room to grow as a player, but I think you're stupid if you don't take a chance on the leading passer in the NFL and who's been solid his whole NFL career. Okay, let's get to this next guy before we end up uh, spending 45 minutes on Deshaun Watson. I think that the one that's going to go first – and the reason why they came out pretty quickly with this news is because they want to move him quickly and they want to move him before Deshaun Watson so they can distract people. Um, but Matthew Stafford of the Detroit Lions mutually uh, agreed to part ways. They are clearly moving in a new direction. They want to start new. Matthew Stafford wants to start new and finish the final stretch of his career. We've seen quarterbacks do this and have really good success. And this is the one, I think, for me makes this most sense for the Colts. I saw some dumbass say that Deshaun Watson was going to go to the Colts on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, they're going to trade in the division. That makes a ton of sense. Um, for me, I think the Colts makes a lot of sense here for this spot because they can fit his contract because they paid Jacoby Brissett and Phillip Rivers. If you can get rid of Brissett, you can fit him in inside their cap, no problem. And this is a team that is ready to compete now. That is his best situation, I think, out of any. I don't disagree with the ones that you guys have, but I think this one's probably going to be the one that happens. Okay. Uh, it's. I mean, the Colts seems like a good place for any of these uh, quarterbacks that are on the list. You could see them bringing because they are on a team without a you know even without a quarterback they're in a team they're a team that's in a position to win and with that you always we always see that as okay that's a destination where i could see the top 4 quarterbacks at and it really wouldn't matter between which one for me not a homer call by the way not a homer call okay it's a homer the call. washington football team i believe uh is in the position after going to the playoffs in the weak ass nfc east with a good coach in Ron Rivera to bring in Matthew Stafford and have him win games and win again. Because if I'm him, I'd rather play in the NFC East than the AFC South. Ten times out of ten. The NFC East, he, he, he could get nine wins uh, in the NFC East without a running back this this last year. So I think that he sees this opportunity. Go out, go out, go to DC and get some get some wins and go to the playoffs again with Washington. Wait, but if, if I'm Matthew Stafford, the reason why, and I don't mean to cut you off already, Fire, but if I'm Matthew Stafford get- and I'm picking between the Colts and Washington, which they're both going to be picking up the phone for him because they the Colts can't get Deshaun Watson. If I'm Matthew Stafford and I can pick between these two, why the hell would I not pick the Colts, which has the one of the best offensive lines in the NFL? One of the be- I would pick the team that's going to keep me upright for the longest period of time. Why would I go to Washington? Their their offensive line's crap. There's okay weapons. Weapons, man. And let me let me let me just say the Colts actually could fit Sean Watson. They are actually the third F- in projected. F- no, fire, cap fire, fire. The million. the Colts are in the same division as the Texans. They're not going to trade for Deshaun Watson. They're, that's not going to go through. That has never happened. A, blo- a huge trade like that is just not going to happen for a quarterback. They would not want to play him twice a year. Mm. Fire, where, where do you see him going? Okay, but, you know, also, not a homer call, but I could see Matt Stafford going to the Patriots. I'm sorry. It's, Don't apologize. It's a smart quarterback. He's got a good arm, good player. I just feel like 
I mean, the Pats got a lot of cap space too. There's a lot of veterans around that team. There's a lot of experience on that team. We got a good, good uh, mid-level draft pick this year. I just think I, I can see it. I can, I can see Bill Belichick wanting to work with a quarterback like Matt Stafford, similar playing style to Tom Brady. Not really a moving out of the pocket kind of the guy, kind of just like a step and throw kind of guy. So, I, I could you guys not see him going to the Patriots? Is that not a realistic? No, I, I even tweeted it out, and I, I really think that it's either Colts or Patriots in this situation because. As soon yeah. as I heard the news, I was like, okay, he's a Patriot. It, it makes opinion. the most sense. It I, really does. I can totally see it. It yeah. makes so much sense. And I feel like I feel like he'd want to work with a guy like Bill Belichick, who's a great coach and a lot of experience. But the one thing is, if he goes back to the if he goes to the Patriots, he's gonna be reunited with Matt Patricia. Oh, that was the one thing that was pointed Matt out to Patricia. me. Do you think he hates Matt Patricia enough to not go to New England? I think he. I think he does not like. I don't think that you like. <laughs> the but, but if Matt Patricia has less control, which he does, maybe it won't be as big of a deal because you know he's not the big dog in New England. Bill Belichick is. So maybe if he can overcome that, but I. I I don't think they like each other, from what I've heard. From what you've heard. Interesting. So. Okay. You got a source? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, right, uh, Social media. Ian, Ian social Fire? Media, you know. Jake Schefter? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just saying my sources, Twitter, Instagram, social media, you know, I feel like most of the uh, social media community agrees okay. that uh, Matt Stafford and okay. Matt Patricia or not a uh, coexist. All right, Joe. So I think, yeah. yeah, what do you got? Why, why don't we move on to the player that I don't even know why you put on the list here. So I also don't know why. This player is put on because of his comments after the game. Okay. He then recants those comments, but they're still out there. Aaron Rodgers, after losing to the, uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, some speculation has been floated out there that they are going to start Jordan Love and give him every opportunity to fail. But I think that we can all agree here that's not going to happen. And the reason why I put him on here is I wanted to pick a side. Do we think he's going to leave or do we think he's going to stay? Because there are people supporting that say he's going to leave, but it sounds like we're all on the same page here. And why do you guys think that he is going to be staying? I'll uh, I'll kick this off. I think he's staying strictly because – it's more advantageous for the Packers to keep him one more year than to get rid of him this year, only because of what happens to the salary cap. If they move him this year, they only save $4 million in cap space, and they and they take on like $33 million in dead money. If they move him next year, they save like $22 million in cap space, and like the dead money hit isn't as bad. So it's not as – so financially, you can go out and make some moves and, you know, keep your team as a contender so i feel like he's only staying because it doesn't make sense and there's enough guys on this packers squad right now to make another push See, that's the, the i i was curious how long he was signed for and it looks like 2023 is when he signed until and that's that's when he's 40 and we, not every quarterback is going to be tom brady but uh, my reasoning here i think is really contract based they owe him the most money next season and if you recall back when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, when Brett Favre was there, 
he sat for three years and then they parted ways with Brett Favre. And I think it's probably going to be a similar situation where it's probably going to be two, maybe three years, and then they'll try and find a way to move on. Heck, they might even wait until 2023 in that final year of that contract where there's really no dead cap hit and they can just get rid of him. Um, I think that, that that likely makes makes the most sense. Getting rid of him now and trying to trade him now or cutting him now is just going to be too difficult. I think as long as this dude, Aaron Rodgers, can walk – the Packers will have him playing quarterback because what we saw this year was just different. Yeah. It was a different breed of Aaron Rodgers, less mobile, but more precise with the ball, which did we even think that he could be more precise with the ball than he was from, I don't know, 2011 to 2014. I, I, I didn't, uh, but this year he just leveled himself up in a way that I think you cannot deny. It's all, he's just an irreplaceable asset at this point. And maybe we'll see what happens. I mean, this time last year, everybody was concerned because he had a bad calf. And then the year before he had a little bit of injury issues, but this year he was healthy. And you're like, wow, golly, he is really one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now at 37. He can't win, can't win the big game. So that's, that's all you got to say. All right, let's move on to, oh, we're (laughs) going to say fire. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just saying real quick. He had every opera. We don't have to divulge into this a lot, but I'm just saying he had every opportunity to win that NFC championship game and just. Don't you think I know that? I had Packers minus three. Sean doesn't know how to bet. Just like he thinks he knows more about the stock market than Mm. I do. Uh, Carson Wentz, who has obviously been floated out, out there as an expected departure for the Philadelphia Eagles. Many think that Jalen Hurts is going to take over. They might draft a quarterback because they're picking so high. Where do you guys stand on this? Where do you think Carson Wentz will be playing his football next season? Well, me and Fire are on the same page here. Uh, We both think that he will go to the Indianapolis Colts. Even though though with the Philadelphia Eagles and their um, ownership and the questioning that they've been giving to head coaching candidates and whether or not – they would be able to work with Carson Wentz. Apparently that played a pretty big factor on their next hiring. And then they just hired some doof. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a, a very nice uh, partnership. So why doesn't he go back with Frank Reich or Reich in, um, in Indy and where he can play with, with top tier uh, offense and a good defense to support him in a division where he's going to get four wins a year against the, the Texans and Jaguars. I mean, yeah, I'm on the exact same page as Sean. I think, you know, Frank Reich was Carson Wentz' offensive coordinator when he had that MVP uh, can't like MVP season run. Like when he was playing out of his mind, that was that's when Frank Reich was controlling the offense. So I think it only makes sense for Carson Wentz to want to go back to, you know, the coach that helped him get all of that success. So yeah, I, I disagree with both of you guys on this. Mm, you have soccer. to consider Doug Peterson gone, no longer the head coach, and he was the one thing standing in between his future with the Eagles and uh, you know his current situation, him leaving. Howie Roseman invested in the pick heavily to trade up and go get Carson Wentz. So if Howie Roseman is not going to just let his project fail that had success but has fallen apart, he's going to continue to give him chances. And I think the firing of Doug Peterson shows that he picked – they picked, the franchise picked Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson. They could have kept Doug, if they kept Doug Peterson, I think he would be gone. And I wouldn't be having this conversation. I would also be saying the Colts, and I think that would make a lot of sense for them to deal with someone that they're also familiar with. But because Howie Roseman, still there, 
No more Doug Peterson. Carson Wentz is going to come back. They're going to give him continuous opportunities to fail. No, he's not. They're going no, to keep not, giving Joe. him chances to fail. It's not like it's a foregone conclusion that he's leaving. He doesn't want to be there. He didn't anymore. want to be there with Doug like, Peterson. There was a falling out between the two of them. Yes, it was indicated that he was considering leaving. I just, I just think there's too much of a rift between. between no, him there was and a rift That's between him and Doug Peterson. You can't have a rift with the whole city. Yeah, but I think. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm. I'm saying with the organization. He's still. Bo- he's still Harry Roseman's boy. He's his baby. He is going to give him at least one more opportunity. I feel. I disagree. I think he, it makes it more his value is already long. horribly low right I mean, now. I mean, like it's it's. Jalen Hurts played well. Jalen Hurts Hurts is not good, though. Jalen Hurts, and I will die on this hill, is still not good. All of the... the, Did he or did he not play well? He played okay, but when you actually watched him play, he's not good at any of the stuff that he does. He throws on the run way too much, and he's not that accurate when he does it. He holds the ball too long. He doesn't know how to read downfield. I've watched enough games of him and actual tape to see that this guy is not good. And I, you know, I know people hate it when you when you talk shit about Jalen Hurts, but it's okay to admit that the dude's a backup quarterback. He was not good. I'm not saying he was better than Carson Wentz, but they're going to give Wentz more opportunities. Uh, it, it, the best Wentz, the MVP level Wentz that we saw a few years ago is better than anything that Jalen Hurts is going to do. Mm. Jalen Hurts' ceiling is not that high, and I'm tired of watching the dudes not acknowledge anything open in front of him and make poor decisions. It was overinflated how good he was. It was completely overinflated. I feel like I feel like Joe's so projecting Joe, about Daniel Joe, Jones right now. Said, I'm not. Daniel Jones plays like crap because he just stands there and holds the ball and nobody blocks for him. That's a different animal. Like he just like stands there. All right. Joe, as you just said, Carson Wentz value is very low right now, right? His phone's ringing. Right? As you said? Yes. Uh, Carson Wentz's value is very, is very low. Okay. Why not trade him? The, the Eagles are in a good spot to get a, a quarterback heavy draft this year, you know, to get a good quarterback. Why not trade him and invest in the future? So the the Reinvest. problem is is his contract is a absolute shit show, and I think that that will ultimately be a hurdle in trying to move him. I would not be surprised if they try to and they take phone calls and it doesn't go through because they just can't find ways to work. You know, within cap his contract is very overinflated. I just that's the only thing that worries me. Um. I also, realistically, what could happen with that sixth spot is all four quarterbacks that they're interested in could be gone. They could miss out on all four no guys. There's a chance. There's a pretty no good chance. chance that that happens. Teams are going to trade up. Teams I are going to trade up. Fields, Lawrence, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson could be gone you. by five. You're saying it's going to be quarterback, 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 yes. quarterback. Don't. I'm not saying or that really it's... I'm not saying it's a lock, but there's a pretty good chance of that happening. Teams are going to trade up. So at least one team is going to trade up. There will be three in the first five. Four right, in you, the first ten. I can agree with three. I, dude, it really might be four. Do we want to wrap this well. thing up with uh, our last quarterback here? Yeah, so let's wrap with this last quarterback. Apparently, Sean has a hot date tonight, so he's uh, pushing this along. I'm Sam just trying Darnold. to push it along so the conversation doesn't get stale. Well, we got, we got season, one more baby. quarterback. We've only been talking <laughs> for 40 <laughs> minutes. Sean doesn't want to talk quarterbacks. I just I was talking oh, about I got, the cap. Hey, Sean, it's uh, 
Hey, Joe, is it, is it, is it sweatpants I think it season? is sweatpants season. Sean, Sean, Sean has on his dry, cleaned Nike sweatpants. He's wearing his anime yeah, he's t-shirt. Going to Capitol Grill. He's and then his tie-dye Grill. sweatshirt with his backwards hat. He put on his nice cologne, his Gucci cologne, his Kobe's. No, his Air Forces, his new Air Forces that he bought. He's ready to go for his date. So, Sean, let's move this along for you. Yeah, but you, you know, know too much. <laughs> you, you, just, you know he's putting on that, that gross... He's putting on that gross, hot red cap. <laughs> you know that, that one is disgustingly gross. dirty. That's not a date hat, Joe. It, it's almost disturbing how how well you know my my going out outfit or date <laughs> because outfit. Because you wear you the know same it shit. <laughs> you wear the same shit. Um, all right, it last works. guy. It's okay. It's okay. I just when you get down to two fifty <laughs> in twenty years, you better start wearing pants. I don't um, plan on it. I'll just get smaller sweats. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> that was the best answer. <laughs> Sam Darnold. <laughs> He's going to upgrade to Aeropostal <laughs> or, or the juicy ones. I think Shanky should get those. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Dude, that's foul. <laughs> if I bought you a pair, would you wear them? No. Just, <laughs> I'll wear the shirts that you get me. I will not wear juicy sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you some. I'm gonna get you some tight Lululemon sweatpants. You can just rock those. Oh wait, too. I know what we're getting. I know what we're getting, Sean. I just. I wonder. We should both pitch in here. I'm gonna sit in the Discord. Wait. Please uh, give me some like Mason Margella. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Go to the uh, go to the moderation admin room. Fire. So you should have access. Better. Oh my god. I'd wear those. <laughs> oh my god if you get to 250 i'm buying those you good. those i like how they're cuffed those are those are nice at the bottom those they would they like would cut off cuffs. circulation in my feet with the size of my ankles <laughs> those it would those look like a cuff. beautiful it would just be like the normal pants a nice pair of gucci joggers for sean if you get to 250 i'm buying you those sweatpants I, I can that is a lock these are thousand dollar sweatpants i will find I, I will find a way with my connections to get you a pair of these. If you get to 250, I'll buy I'll buy you a pair of a nice uh, 2x sweats for yourself. <laughs> no, I have a I have a cap on weight, man. I'm not going any higher than 230. Everyone That's, thinks they have a cap. I don't. Well, if I get to 230, I can. I'm changing my diet. <laughs> I'm not getting fat right now, dude. I'm intentionally gaining weight. There's a difference. What you're doing is completely different. I'm tacking on mass, Dennis. <laughs> all right, Sam. Why did I tack on all this mass? What are we doing? See, this is what you get for trying to make the show quicker. You fucking slowed it down by trying to speed it up. You're an idiot. You should have just let me talk because I was going to move on before you cut me off. Sam Darnold, next quarterback. It is expected that they are going to move on. The Jets have the second overall pick. It seems like it's Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. Some idiots think it's going to be Mac Jones, but those people don't know anything about football. Sam Darnold, where do we think he's going to go? Does he stick around? Sean, for some reason, I, Sean, I got to know, why do you think he's staying with the Jets? Because he showed enough this last season, even though he was terrible when he was when he had injuries. When he was hurt, bad. not, not did not look good. Uh, but when he was healthy and making plays and able to be mobile, and when he was staying behind Mekhi Becton, uh, he made some pretty impressive throws. He made throws that I, I haven't seen Daniel Jones make. He made throws that I haven't seen Dwayne Haskins make. And those are two quarterbacks who I compare with Darnold. I do. So in that respect, he has shown me enough to warrant one more year in New York for him. 
My counter argument to that is how often are you going to be drafting second overall? How often do you have the opportunity to pick between three very good quarterbacks? Well, it's the Jets. So uh, well, pretty often. you're hoping that's not the case with Robert Sala. Because, like, what if they turned into the Giants where everyone just assumed that they were going to be bad? Because, But because Salah is such a good coach and such a good defensive mind that they're, like, 7-9 and nine next year. Then they can't pick a good quarterback. And then they kind of have to rely on things falling in place for them. So, as much as I, I support Darnold and I want him to stay, and I really wish they would give him another chance, because they're picking it too, they're going to try and get something back for him, and they're going to move on. And I, I know I get it. That they, you know, Salah said, made statements about Darnold and how much he likes him, but like Cliff Kingsbury did the same thing about Josh Rosen. <laughs> we can't really buy in on that. I don't okay. hate the take, Sean, but I just think that there's too much of an opportunity here for them at two to draft somebody. If they're not sold, they'll stick with Darnold. But if they like somebody, if they really like Justin Fields or really like Zach Wilson, they're not going to pass up on that opportunity. So that's why I think yep. what were you going to say? Go I was going to ask where you thought he was going to go then. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Saints seemed like the best opportunity. I was originally going to go with the Steelers, but the only thing that, that turns me away from that, they already signed Haskins. It seems like they're going to see what can come from that. Um, I, I think that they're a little bit tied down to Ben Roethlisberger, who's going to restructure his contract. The Saints really need some juice. They need something. They have The Saints have but negative But Darnold's on a rookie piece. contract. So Drew Brees is about to retire, which means I'm pretty sure that, that cap – you know, is gone. That there's space that opens up from his retirement. He was one of the, the highest paid quarterbacks. You trade for Darnold. I think you get two more years on his contract. Don't quote me on that, folks. Mm-hmm. That is a good spot to do. Definitely, he's, he's coming into his this year. This is his, is his contract, contract year. So you trade for him, and he does really well. Then you work go from there. If he does bad, you just don't resign him. It's it's probably a second or third round pick. Not much to buy into. I think that that would be a really good spot for Darnold, and I think he would seriously shine. He, well, I disagree. I think he's going to go to Pittsburgh. I think the Steelers need to move on from Big Ben while they can. While this quarterback market is so active, they need to get involved because they need to look for you know their new starting quarterback. You know, I don't think the quarterback market will ever be as lucrative as it is right now. I don't like. I, I I've never seen. This much activity coming from the draft and just from pieces moving around the NFL. So I think the Steelers need to get in on the action and need to start planning for their future and not worrying about Big Ben who just hobbles around. I don't think lucrative is the right word for that. I'm just saying. I'd say the. Mm. I don't think lucrative is the right word for that because that implies that there's a lot. You can get a lot from your quarterback. Like if you got rid of your quarterback, you can get paid a lot for it. And I I think because there's so many, that's not the case. There's a lot of quarterbacks on the market. I'm saying it's a lucrative market. There is a lucrative. high supply of quarterbacks in the hey, market. Joe, lucrative Joe, does not work it's in lucrative. This okay. It doesn't. It's okay. Joe, Just because there's a lot of money in the market oh, yeah, and nobody's yeah, buying anything Joe, doesn't Joe, mean to, that it's a listen lucrative Listen to the financial market. experts, me and Fire. It, it's lucrative, okay? okay? All right, dumb, fuck dumb. me. Lucrative, producing a great deal of profit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just yeah. contradict yeah. yourself. And producing a yeah, Joe. producing a great get de- right. producing, get a, producing get a great deal of profit means that if you trade he's your quarterback, you, you are you are you are getting you are getting you are getting in return a a huge massive picks. That's what in that's what profit implies. Would you relax? Well, you were just. I am saying that there are quarterbacks that could produce a lot of 
profit for you as a right. good play. A, a, you idiot. He's all over you, Joe. He's analogy. all over you. That is a whack ass analogy. Come with stronger analogies next time. Mm. Joe, let's go get some. Get some. All right, you know what? I can't wait to get so melancholic on your that ass. That doesn't even work. Shit. You're just. For, oh my god. <laughs> get they so don't, melancholic they don't on you. Means and I do. <laughs> oh my god! A great deal of profit. We're talking about the market stocks. Oh my god! Peter Pan, Robin Hood, Peter Pan. Uh, gas prices in Jersey rose by four cents. Okay. Uh, how am I gonna get to my friends? House? Mom, can I have the Cumbies card? Mom, can I have the Cumbies card? I want to get some empanada. Okay, finish your point. Finish your point. My family doesn't respect me. Okay, so this is what we're gonna wait. This is what we're gonna do when I when I counter what you say and I and I break down an argument. No, fire already won. I break down an argument. He didn't win the argument. He didn't win it off of. You can't win an argument off of absurdity. He sure did. For some reason, he sold me. And I, I'm telling you, he was on you. Anything could sell sell you, man. That doesn't take shit. Not you. Ugh. <laughs> Whatever. All right. This is. <laughs> but yeah, my, my, my oh, I didn't know your point was over. All right. Well, this is get to the point. I'm Sean Anderson, joined with Jody Leone and Jake Fire. Follow the show on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. Follow Joe on Twitter at Jody Leone. Follow Fire on Twitter at JakeFire54. Myself on Twitter, Sanderson Radio. I have recently lost 15 followers out of nowhere. I'm assuming accounts got us, uh, suspended, but I also haven't tweeted enough recently, whereas Joe is working the al- algorithm, and right now he's killing me on there. Uh, good for him. I will mention that before he tries to get to me. Anyways, please leave a review uh, for the show. Please give a uh, rating for the show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you like the show, reach out, let us know. Uh, you can, Do we do a YouTube video still? No, Joe has also given up on that. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll probably do some Twitter streams like we've been doing. Uh, and then hopefully Fire will be back with us next week. And then we'll be able to talk about the Super Bowl coming up and whether or not Fire will actually get to play this season. We like our phone and we never fight. You can't dance and stay uptight. It's supernatural delight. Everybody was dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody feeling warm and bright. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the Everybody here is out of sight They don't bother